So much things have changed in my life. Okay. I was making so much money and I was so much happier. I could switch a lot of things. I could accept a lot of things. So I went to meet him in 2001 to say thank you for... Imagine somebody who changed your life. Wouldn't you like to thank them? An email is fine. No, I wanted to see him. I was curious. I wanted to see him. And I want to personally thank him because really when somebody makes you feel so much better and uh, you feel so much human and so much responsible. It's so beautiful. So I went and I said to him, thank you. And how can I help and what can I do? He said, I had nothing. And uh, you just help yourself. I said, oh, nothing else? He said, there's one thing. I said, what? He said, you have a beautiful smile, smile more. And then uh, after a while, I learned more and more, and I said, uh, he said, go and teach. Go and teach women and youth and take care of your society. Mm-hmm. And when I felt that change, I said, I should do that change also to my society. That's why I took the responsibility to go and travel everywhere to bring that smile and joy that I felt. Okay, okay. I mean, wh- why specifically this Baba? I don't know. Because there's a lot is, of babas is, and there's a lot of... This is the only of... baba I found. Okay, there's a, there's I a lot. I didn't look. I didn't look. Okay. Uh, I guess it was destined. I never looked and he was there. It's like asking why someone is a Muslim or Christian. Well, it's because I was born into it is almost I, <laughs> the answer. Really, I, I really uh, didn't look because I, I didn't know anything about it. So it just happened. It was a happening. It was a beautiful happening and it was so simple what he would teach me and how he will explain and how he will make me understand. So it was resonating with me. Okay. Can you give me some of the, some of the key items that really resonated with you? A lot of things resonated with me, like, uh, you know, uh, how, how to breathe and how to deal with your anger and how to deal with your mind, and how to deal with your stress. Before, people will tell me, don't be angry, or don't be mad, or don't uh, do this. But I had no technique not to do that. Mm -hmm. So he showed me the techniques of how not to be angry, how to be happy, and how to be dynamic. And it's all through your breath. Okay. You don't need anything else. It's your breath. Can you explain potentially the audience what kind of breath technique that you're using? With okay, I'll tell you. I'll explain to you. Right now, how do you feel? You feel relaxed. I feel like I normally feel. How do you normally feel? Mumtaz. Mumtaz. Okay. How do you think is your breath right now when you are mumtaz? The same as normal when I'm sitting down and relaxed. Don't you think you're happy? You're light. Your breath is very light, very gentle. See, this is, I don't, I don't like this because this is a no, self-leading question. No, but this is, no, but this is, <laughs> this is a, exactly this, cold reading. No, no, I am not doing cold reading, but don't you feel like that? I feel like that with all my guests. Okay. Not the guest. I'm talking about your breath right now. But what I'm, how, Shahlet, when I sit with somebody in this chair, everything else, everything outside of this, Yani, stops. Okay. And every, it, I, it becomes almost like religious where it becomes almost like, like Salah. Where it is my entire focus, my energy, is because on you. you're right now in the moment. You're not thinking of anything else. You're right Absolutely. now here. Absolutely. So when you're in the moment, you can only feel happy and could be focused. So what happens mm-hmm. 
is when we are very angry, our breath is very fast. Mm-hmm. When we are sad, we feel we are choking. So automatically, if you change the rhythm of your breath, you change your emotions. Sure. That's why it's so much easier to use the breath. A neurosympathetic response is usually indicated on the breath mechanism. Exactly. I, I understand it. I've, exactly. I've done some of these stuff. I know about box breathing. Uh, I know about a wind down. I know also about the wind up. So I've, I've, I'm, we, not, we I'm do, not starting this. We from... do mostly the victorious breath. Okay, is this, this from the yoga thing? Yes, it's from the yoga thing, which yeah. is using the back of your throat because it's one of your energy centers. Mm. So there's a lot of energy around us. They call it prana. Mm-hmm. So with the prana, you breathe and you energize yourself. So that's why it's called the victorious breath. For, for me, what I like is... Uh, not Brahma. Uh, da- Danny, who's on the computer? Akash, can you look up uh, what what the Wim Hof breathing technique is? I think it's not Tamal. It's I forgot the name of it. Actually, the Ujjayi victorious breath is one of the most popular breath. Really? Yes. Well, I I believe that. Which you do Wim it Hof. as a child. You do it Wim as Hof. a child. Yes. And it sounds like you're snoring a little. Well, that I do anyways. So you see, you're doing it <laughs> automatically, man. <laughs> so it's very good. I think it's called Tumo. Can I type in Tumo? Yeah. Wim Hof Tumo. Yeah, there we go. I was right. Second one. Tumo. This so is I've, a this is a meditation. Uh, well, it's also breathing. It's, yeah, but it's ma- mainly it's a meditation that make you enlightened. Uh, that's what I've been practicing. Was, yeah. Was, so you see, that's why you are enlightened. I don't know if I'm enlightened. But I appreciate so the compliment. <laughs> I appreciate the compliment, but I don't know if I'm, I'm enlightened. But I I've I practiced it, and um, I know some people might 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 not believe in this, but I would tell them. Well, I don't know about this. But I would tell them that uh, they've done actually experiments where they've taken Tibetan monks and wrapped them into wet towels in the middle of winter in sub uh, six or seven degrees. Mm. And just from the tumor breathing, they've been able to regulate their body temperature to be so high, there was steam coming off the towels. Mm. It's fascinating. Yeah, I know. All this uh, knowledge is really fascinating. So you have to start from one part, mm. and which is life. It's breath. Mm. Breath is life. So it's very important that you can live a good life. You start with your breath because it's a secret of your life. Mm. So that's why breath is the easiest. Can, can you go back, Danny, just to, to go a little bit more into this? Can you go up? Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go into all. What's the, it's called the six da- dharamas of Nepal. Yeah. So this is your competitor, I assume. I, there's no competition <laughs> with the breath. There's no competition. Okay, if you say so. I I no. don't know. I think because that, uh, now right now you're breathing the same breath I am breathing. Okay. So how can you say this is your breath and this is my breath? It's okay. one breath. I mean, uh, <laughs> that's a nice way of putting it. No, but seriously, 
when you when it comes to breath everybody breathes because it goes to your lung and comes out mm-hmm. the same i'm doing also so it's the same breath we are breathing so it cannot be a competition in the same breath if you frame it that way you want to cut it and no, put a border between i mean if you're framing it that way sure but <laughs> i think we there's still book sales that needs to be done and courses to be sold right so. no i i don't focus on selling <laughs> i focus in transforming people and helping them in whatever way because also we do a lot of trauma relief and we do in our other organization is called International Association for Human Values. So we go to war-torn areas, we help people have food, shelter, and then once they are settled, to empower them so that they can sustain and find a way of living well and not go into aggression and go into other things. So we do many things, it's not only one thing. You're a great marketeer. So explain that a little bit more. I'm not trying to market. <laughs> no, I am actually doing it. I don't. I, I listen. I don't doubt it. So so how does that work then? You find like a war torn place like Afghanistan or something like that. I am not an Afghani. I'm not I'm saying that you are. From Abu Dhabi, Arabian. So I go to the Arabian countries. Okay. Because of the language, it's important when you are helping people, you can communicate with them, mm-hmm. especially if people are traumatized. You can communicate with them in their languages. So I go to Iraq. I go to the border of Syria, Iraq. I've been to Zaatari camp. I have been to Zerga, Manshiya. I have been in the border between Syria and Jordan. And then we had also training in uh, in, Jordan, in Lebanon for all the Syrian refugees also. And so what are some of the most common traumas that you see? Uh, psychosomatic disorder. Okay. When you lose so much and you're suffering so much, you try to associate yourself, disassociate yourself from the society and from pain. So you become so numb. So we go and we rehabilitate them and teach them resilience to come back to themselves Mm -hmm. and to be human beings and to have a hope to continue living. And so if, if you didn't do if, you, if you, this organization didn't exist, how would these people then be? What kind of root path would they would be going to? I would to? really love to know also that. Yeah? I have never thought of that because I'm thought, I thought, I always think of saving their lives and giving them hope. So I didn't really think of the other direction at all. Seriously. I find it fascinating because I, 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 I find that, especially when the Western meets the East, is that the more the more you struggle the more you're in a difficult situation the more focused you are the less you have time for negativity exactly i'm very focused in saving their lives so i really don't think of other things i wasn't talking about you precisely i was talking on their end (laughs) but also my end i have to be you know when you have so many people you have to help and these areas are really not very safe you have to have 100 percent focus on them because any mistake that happens it can cost your life and their life so my whole focus is just to take them out and bring them and help them and rehabilitate them and make them be able to go back to wherever they came from and to be able to live a good life and so you're not finding a lot of people who counter that with their own particular religious practice uh, you see, you can be uh, praying five hours, five times a day, 
But if you have no food, no shelter, nowhere to go, what are you going to do? But you're not going to be depressed either. I'm not talking about only depression, but I'm talking about where would you go? You'd be staying in the desert and doing all that. You need to have a shelter. Mm-hmm. You need to go back. You need to have trust again to go back. But it, it's, and it's, you still can do your religion. It's not a problem. You can still continue doing everything you're doing, but you need to be in a safe place that you can do everything you want to do. It is very, very well documented that, that places that are war-torn have higher levels of humanity than places in the West where people are living very, very mundane and easy lives. And if you if you go to one of these shelters, especially the camps, and, and need to borrow something from a neighbor, they're much more likely to, to yes, lend it to you. That is true. That is, that is very true. But then they have a very high level of, you know, depression and uh, psychosomatic. In the, in the West, yes. No, also in the in now. I don't think you have time for depression no, when your house is on fire. Because a lot of people don't have their loved one, don't mm. have their home, don't have their friends. All of a sudden, they're alone. Mm. With nobody, and they don't know where where their, that's their su- loved one that, is. Yeah, that's survivors' so that is, uh, guilt. That is, yeah, that is where they face, and they don't know how they're gonna find them and where they're gonna find them. So that really puts such a severe pain, excruciating pain. You see children without parents. You see mothers without husbands and sons. When you see sisters without brothers and family, and they don't know where they are, where they're going. And sometimes they spend days and days and days walking just to survive and to find a place. Don't you find it interesting, though, that in in war-torn camps, people have a higher level of humanity where they're worried more about the immediate family than what you find in the West where people are like, oh, grandpa died, let me go take a picture with him and his corpse. No, but it's not you always know, there like is, that. It's there not is always a like that. You have huge exceptions. Difference. You have exceptions. So everything you have exceptions. No, I, no you come can, on. You, if, if it was that one thing fits all, like medicines, like if they give you antibiotic will fit all, then nobody will be sick and nobody will be having any problem. Yeah, but you have If also- they, one operation fits all, the same thing would have happened. So yeah. there is nothing that fits all. But there is a rule of thumb. You can have rule of thumb, but it's also sometimes doesn't even work also. Oh, okay, yes. No one's so saying everything that, that you a- can there's prove, a universal answer. Every, everything you can prove, you can also disprove. I don't know about that. No, seriously, it happens. Sometimes everything you believed in, it can turn upside down, especially if you are in a dangerous situation. And it could be totally different than what you expected. For example, I uh-huh. give you an example. I had to go to the uh, mountain of Sinjar when the uh, Yazidis were stranded there. ISIS was downstairs and they were up and there's only one road that goes up. So I was taking food there with a lot of helicopters. And the helicopters, the army helicopters are open from the side. So you can see everything and then there are cameras. So while we are heading there, I saw fireworks, beautiful fireworks during the day. So I'm going to the captain, I'm telling him, Captain, what is this firework? These people can't find something to eat, but they have money to make fireworks. So the captain is telling me, where is the firework? I said this, (laughs) he started laughing at me. He said, these are Katyusha missiles trying to put us down. It's not fireworks. Mm. So you see, many times, certain situations you're not aware of, about it because you haven't lived it, you haven't experienced it. So you cannot put a rule to it. 
Then it was so scary when I knew it was a missile. Then the whole shift again happened, but still I was willing to go and uh, reach the people but and give them But some the things are universally true. It is easier to, to take a toothpaste and press it out than it is for the toothpaste to go back into the tube, right? There is. Uh, sometimes if you press it hard, the whole toothpaste comes out. And how do you put it back in again? You can't. So khalas. So sometimes it's one way. But sometimes you can suck it also how? in and it will go how? back. Show There's me. There's a way you can do opposite of course, uh, yeah. turning and then it can go In fantasy inside. land. No, really. Everything is possible. Everything is possible. There's nothing. Nothing. I'm not saying I it's don't impossible. Believe myself, mm -hmm. I don't believe in impossibilities. For myself. Because I have seen a lot of things, and it's from the possible, it became possible, not impossible. I don't believe there is something that called impossible in my mind. I hear where you're coming from, and I hear that, that the idea of putting restrictions puts you in a path where you don't see the full picture. But there's plenty of things I can counter you on, <laughs> on this precise there, topic. There are but so many things I mean, in life we can talk about and we I can find, let's, do, let's, do a lot of things because opposites, they exist. Like you cannot tell me you're always depressed or you're always happy. But I'm neither. So you, are, you have both of them together. And that's why they complement each other. But I, I never feel depressed. I never feel like, like but, euphoria. No, but if you didn't know what happiness was, you wouldn't know what depression is. So you must have felt happiness mm -hmm. to be able to feel depression or sadness. Let me put it in a financial so it's way. Like if, for example, I get you a note mm -hmm. now, I tell you a piece of note. I can, can you give me one note, please? I show you better. I show sure, you. Sure, sure. In sure. my bag, if you open, there's one on the corner. Yeah. On the other side, maybe. Yeah, the red one. Yeah, that one. So this is a note, mm -hmm. right? Okay. I want you to choose. Are you trying to tip me? No. <laughs> I want you to choose head or tails. Head. Okay. Now, please take the heads and leave the tail for me. Okay. It's not possible. There, I, just, I just gave it's you not, the head. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't just take the head or the tail. But Why? I, like, like because there are two faces to the same Sure, coin. sure. So it's the same thing with life. Okay. Happiness and sadness are one. Sure. And they complement each other. So you have to know one to appreciate the other. I, I'm, not, I'm not against what, what you're saying, but I'm never like euphorically happy and never totally depressed. Let me put it in a financial way. I don't have high volatility. I have a, a upwards trend. <laughs> so maybe you have to just focus on it and see. What? But how you feel. Because many times also we don't know how we feel. Sometimes we can feel the feelings of other people and think uh, this is our own feeling. Because you see, you have, it's all about energies and vibrations. Mm -hmm. And what energy and vibrations am I giving off? Very nice. <laughs> I like that as a response. <laughs> No, I, listen, I, we, we, we get to have these conversations. We've been through a hundred or so people, sometimes financial, sometimes spiritual, sometimes religious. And it's always fascinating to, to talk know. to somebody. To it's, it's always so nice to, to share different perspectives ideas. and ideas.
Mm. There's so many different perspectives and seeing different things mm. in a different way. Mm. That's what makes life so interesting. If it was always the same, it would be so boring. If you go to a movie and it's always the same actor coming and there's no villain, the hero will have no worth. So you need to have a villain to make the hero okay. be good. Okay. It's the same way in our life. We need to have good good times, bad times, and that's what makes us celebrate life. So when was the last bad time you've been through? I don't really remember. So all has been good so far? I am very happy every day that I'm alive and I can contribute something. Interesting. Yeah, really. Because he just went <laughs> from saying the opposite, right? Yeah, but, saying there's but ups I, and downs in no, life. No, there is ups and downs, but so far, even if there are sometimes... Alhamdulillah. Exactly, <laughs> alhamdulillah. I'm happy with both situations. You're happy with both situations? Yes. So you can never be unhappy then? No. If you're unhappy being to. sad and no, happy being happy. To, no, I have to be. I have to be. I have to live it. Whether I'm happy, I live it. Whether I'm sad, I live it. You have to do it 100%. That's very stoic. You cannot, you cannot uh, like I have a lot of youths, they tell me, oh, miss, I don't want to fail. I said to him, it's okay to fail because from failure you will have success. Mm-hmm. So it's normal. That's life. Nobody told you life is only roses or life is only thorns. Mm. You have to balance it. Like a bicycle. Imagine if you don't balance the bicycle, what happens? You fall down. So you just have to balance your life. Sure, but some failures That's are more nice. important than others. Uh, everybody have uh, some things that they would like, but you have to balance it still. It's like if, if Akash, I don't know, fails his, his India, whatever, what's the India exam called? The Indian exam, Akash? So what happens if you fail that? So there you go. So it's okay. You can what, repeat it again. What it's happens the if end you of fail the, the second time? There you go. So, so sometimes the failure is you're dead. Uh, how many times did uh, Einstein fail to come up with his theory? Well, I'd love to ask him, but he's not and here. Many times he has failed. Uh-huh. So it's okay. To fail, you can't do it a hundred times, twenty sure. times, but then don't give up. But sure, but that's not the world we live in anymore, sadly. Yeah, you choose what you want. Yeah, it's up to you to choose. You don't have to be, uh, what do you say? You don't have to follow everything you see. You have to choose also for yourself. And you have to make yourself happy because nobody else will make you happy. You we're getting to. off topic right now. You have we, to be responsible for that. I, I hear you, but we're going off topic right Why? now. What I was trying to say is that sometimes when you fail, there isn't a second chance. That's it. Yeah, I mean, that door is then closed Ooh. and you have to move on from it. Yeah, but then you have another second chance. Maybe you have another door opening. But not, not from the, the thing you one. wanted, though. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, yeah, then you have to change it's who okay. you are. Then Halas. you have to change again. So what? Yeah. Many okay. times you have there to change agree in life. That. Okay. Many times you have to change. Even your way the, you look at things also change after a while, you know, with maturity, with openness. It changes all the time. Life is constantly changing. It's never the same. But we feel it's the same because our soul is, is still the same. Okay. So you, are you the same always. as you were 10 years ago or 30 years ago? In my soul, yeah. But mentally? Mentally, I have changed. Okay. So what's the difference between soul and mentally? Then? Oh, there's a big change because your soul knows everything. Okay. So you have to reach to that experience going from the head to the heart. So that's the whole journey that you have to go through 
your whole life from your head to your heart. So it takes a lifetime till you discover it. Oh, I think for a lot of people who are listening right now, they're a little confused. So mentally you've changed from being a banker to, to now being a practitioner. Yeah. You're saying you're still having the same soul as those two things. Yeah, my soul is there. It's the same. It's N not changing. You have to have a point of reference. So what does the to soul do? To know the change, you have to know the unchanged. Okay. So that's unchanged shows you the change. So like your how soul I is your memories? You, of course. The soul remembers everything and knows everything. No, I said, is it your memories? You just... <laughs> no, no. The soul is different. We have seven layers of existence. Okay. So it is body, breath, mind, intellect, ego... And then comes the self. Wait, so the self is so the which last. which way is it? Is it, which way is the it up comes, way? It comes from your body all, all the way, way to, the, to your soul. To your soul. Yes. And so, where or do people then practice you have each to category? Go, you have to learn all the different layers and go through it in life in one period or another. And you have to go through it in life in one period or another. Yeah. Like sometimes you be maybe using more your mind and thinking and being creative. Sometimes okay. maybe you're using your breath to energize yourself. Sometimes you'll be using your intellect to, to see what you have learned. And this is and different uh, than chakra. The chakra is, a, is, a, is the centers. They are centers. Like the first center is in, the, in your tailbone. Mm -hmm. And the second one is in uh, your uh, genitals. Mm -hmm. Then comes the solar plexus, which is your navel. Then your heart, your throat. And then the sixth one and the seventh crown chakra. So chakra is... And they, these two things are different or they overlap? They overlap. They overlap. Yeah. And so if somebody's going just completely fresh into spirituality, where would they start? Would they start learning on what chakras are or what the body, mind, soul, whatever intelligence? Whatever they like to learn, you can start with. The easiest is to start with your breath. The easiest to start with your breath. Yeah, because it's your life. So the secret to your life. With, with art of living, what is the entry point is breathing, I imagine. Yeah, you have to learn the first basic breathing exercises, yeah. And what's the end point? Where, where, where does it take you? Where, where, what's the last skill you learn? You become a teacher like me and then you can teach. So they want everyone who, who starts to become a teacher? If they want. Okay. If they want. That's fascinating because most Babas I know, they choose students who don't want to teach. <laughs> like you, you didn't want to teach in the beginning. No, our Baba is special. Yeah? Yeah. Fascinating, fascinating. Yes. So what makes him special in comparison to other Babas? He's very loving and he's so easily to access. It's so easy you can access him and easily to understand him. And, uh, and uh, he had a vision that he wants to help humanity and he did everything to do that. Can you, can you look up, Danny boy? Uh, um, His Mr. name is Shri Shri, Shri, Shri. Shankar. S-R-I... S-R-I-R-A-V-I Shankar S-H-A-K-A-R There you go. He looks like a wonderful man. He is. So how long has he been practicing? Since All 1956, 60 years now. His whole life. We are now in the art of living. We have 41 years. Wonderful, wonderful. Wonderful. 
And what was his breakaway? What did what got him into the public eye? It's, it's that tradition, you know, when you're age 14, you have to decide whether you want to do something mm-hmm. for society. And he was already from a young age, he knew that he wanted to do everything for the society. Mm-hmm. And he would always say that I have all my families and friends all around the world. I want to be with them. So from a young age, he wanted and he said, the whole world is my family and everyone is part of me. And so what, what does he teach the Vaders or does he teach his own conglomerate of the art of living that he puts together? He came, he came up with the uh, sky technique. It's his technique. Oh, so, okay. And that's so different. That is uh, one of his technique that he came up and with. And I got a it. Wallahi, I got a howl. So He came so, up with a technique called the sky technique, Sudashan Kriya technique. Okay, and what does the sky technique involve? That's it's a breathing exercise. And how is it different than other breathing exercises? Because it has different variation and different things. He can answer you better because he came up with that technique, so you have to ask him next time. Inshallah. You see him. Inshallah, inshallah. So it's a, it's a totally different uh, technique that he came up with. Uh, he went 10 days into silence. Mm-hmm. And he came up with this technique and he said that he has to give it to all humanities so that they can have a healthy uh, body and uh, a mind less of stress and Mm -hmm. uh, have a celebrative uh, life. Because if you see other Babas, they don't give you anything until we really have gone through a lot of things and all that. For him, he said, no, I am here for the humanity and I will give everything to them. So so how far down the line of the art of living do you practice then the sky breathing? Every day I practice it. Okay. Every single day. Because every day you feel, you get stressed. Every day you shower, right? So okay. It's the same thing. It's like cleansing yourself from inside. Shahni. Uh, yeah. How do you how do you do the, the, the sky the sky breathing? You have to come to our class and then Okay, so it's a paywall. <laughs> I have to come to our class to teach you. I cannot teach you in one go. I'm not asking so you to teach to. me. Give me give me a reference point because I'm trying to give you marketing material that you can cut up in a snippet so, and use. So so you see you have to come and experience the course and then you will know how how it's done. Like if, if you Are you telling me or telling the listener? I'm telling everyone to come and join. Okay. They have to come and join and experience it. Okay, and how does how long does the course? It's a four day course. It's, it's gonna four start days. Okay. on the 29th and it will be over by the second. It's from 6.30 till 9.30 in the evening. From 6.30 to 9.30 in the evening, three yes, hours? Yes. Wow, four days? Four days. Wow, that's 12 hours, Jesus, okay. Yeah, 12 hours is worth it to be happy, no? It's a lot of investment. Like if you want to go to university, will you say, oh, four years is too much? No, you have to also go through so that you can have a degree and you can work. So if you want to be happy, you have to go through these four days so you can learn. And then you still need to practice it every single day. <laughs> I, like, I like digging into the answers. I mean, like, like I said, we're happy to cut out anything you want cut out. But I'm, I'm really interested because... <laughs> We've we've had spiritual spiritualists on in the past, and I always find it interesting in how they're different to each other. How they are different from from each other. I don't. I can't compare because I have. You've never uh, tried other. You've never yeah. shopped around for no, spirituality. Never. You've been locked in. Not that I'm locked in. I was never looking. You know, I was 
I was happy with finding this solution with my breath and to do something for my organi- for my not organization for my society. Well, you're because from- as a as an Arab woman, <coughs> I was really have to be. I told you perfect. I wasn't allowed to make a mistake, mm-hmm. and that really put a lot of pressure on me. So uh, when you can let go of all that pressure and you can switch off and you can take an action instead of reaction, it's much nicer. I won't lie to you. There is a part of me that that wants to be like my my great grandfather. There is a part of me there exactly. that 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 itches towards that level. That I think simplicity, you know, simplicity. Many times, I think it's so beautiful because oh, he was a very strict man. You have to. You need some discipline. Eh, but we're not talking discipline to to at least you know to go on La, and go straight. I, I guess. I mean, the man was. This is, we're going into some some weird territories, but Bilhaub, uh, what was happening in Saudi in 1943, uh, he would tell his 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 grandkids, his not grandkids, his children, which are my uh, grandfather, great uh, my grandfather, uncles uh, and uncles. Um, uh, so when so he said he's already old, so use me as a barricade and just sh- put the gun on top of my belly and shoot. <laughs> there's that's, a part of me. That's really tough. There's a part of me that looks at that and that goes. It's, it's very tough. Oh, he was. Yeah, and he, it, it, from, he was. He was incredible in in his like iron-fisted ways. In the way that you know, Michael Al Hayim. Um, he wouldn't forget handshaking. He was. To that degree, and there's a part of me was itching. It goes, well, I don't know, because I realized but you already have part of him in you. No, in the way that in your genetics. but I'm saying the older I get, the less liberal I become, and the more <laughs> conservative <laughs> my brain is happening. I can feel it. I can it's, feel it. It's 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 a maturity, you know, that happens when you grow. Like certain things I, I didn't know. understand before. Now I understand them. It becomes easier to understand certain things mm. when you grow up. But you're you're originally from Yemen, you said. Yes, I'm originally from Yemen. And have you, with the situation of how Yemen is, what's happening at the moment, Malhab, you don't feel like your you your ability to bring a sky breathing and art of living. I would love, I would love to, but when there is a, a street war. It's very difficult to to be able once it settles down and the Calm. rehabilitations and all that starts, then you can go. You cannot be in the front line and 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 do that. It has to be some, a little bit, you know, calmness so that you can go and see what the people need and how you can help them. What do they need? Do they need food, clothes? Do they need rehabilitation? Do they need to learn to de-stress? Do they need resilience? All that, you know. So you have to uh, prepare the whole grounds to see how you will uh, approach it and how you're going to work. Can you guys turn off the fan, please? Thank you. But I'm very interested in in what you're saying. Do you still have a family in Yemen or you've lost contact at this point? I have families all over around the world. I have some in Yemen, I have some in the UAE, I have some uh, in Saudi Arabia. I have everywhere family. And okay. I have some in America, I have some in Europe. 
It's scattered okay. all over. <laughs> That's not answering the question, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. So I my do. my when you see situations like that? Of course. So I try to do whatever I can and uh, whatever possibility I can help them. Mm. Yeah. What, well, you're not trying to get them out of Yemen? Uh, you see, you have to... We try to, but many times a lot of people can come out of Yemen. It's not like... You can't, but there are certain areas which are so deserted and so far away. It's so difficult to come out. You know, I bring this question up with a lot of people who, who are from Yemen and who are from Iran or any or Iraq, Ba'ad, who are through difficult situations. I know this guy in Germany. He's a Chinese man who owns a Chinese restaurant. No, he owns. he's a Chinese man who owns a Thai restaurant. Why? I don't know. But he he took a bicycle from China and cycled all the way to Germany. And it took him about a year and a half to two years. Wow. And I said That's to amazing. him, why? Like, why? He's like, because I didn't have a life in China and I knew my future was going to be in the West. And so I had no papers, no passports, and I just got on a bicycle and just started. And I said, wow, that's amazing. And I said, how, how, so you've got a restaurant and everything else? And he goes, no, 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 no. The first time I tried, they stopped me on the border and they sent me back. So he did it twice. Wow. Twice. <laughs> Amazing. See that when you put your mind on something, you can achieve it, but you have to really want it. So I like that's that really threw me away. I was and, like, wow. Uh, and you know, uh, where there's times, will, there's a way. Many times I I go to areas and my whole focus is to help the women and youth, and I do it because uh, I feel I am responsible. I have to do something. For this, and I know that not so many people do what I do, mm. so that's why I feel it's my responsibility to be able to help and to give a little solace. Mm. Because I have seen how my life became beautiful, so with all the changes I did to my life and my discovery of myself, it made me feel my humanity. Interesting. Okay. So that is why I feel I belong everywhere. Interesting, interesting. And but this this enabling of feeling that you belong everywhere comes from, I guess, the root of art of living, though. My breathing, yes. My art of living. Uh, what I have learned in art of living, yeah. Okay. So how much of who you are is art of living? It's a every day. It's a discovery. So it's intertwined, you're saying? Or are you saying that you as an individual Because separate? the more uh, matured you are and the more you find yourself, the more you know who you are. That's what I said. The whole life is a discovery from your going from your head to your heart. Mm. So every day in the knowledge I learn and I take it inside of me, I discover things. I, I learn things. And the, from all the experiences I go through, I see things. Because you never know 100% yourself. You have to discover yourself all the time, every moment. It's very interesting. I know, it's very deep. <laughs> because many times you realize that there are a lot of conditioning that we go through. Because me and you are very different on this. Again, I, I see I see, my my being is an embodiment of what I do that makes sense yeah like, it does make sense well i'm I, i'm not hamad and marish as much as i'm the podcaster and 
that is who I define myself as. But you see, you play many different hats. I don't think so. Yes, you are a son to your father. Sure. You are a son to your mother. Sure. You are a lover to your girlfriend. Sure. You are a broadcaster. And you are yourself. So which one of them are you? The podcaster. You are all of it together. I, I think yes, that... Yes, one thing cannot make you. But You're multifaceted. I, I'm saying that if, if, you, if you would open the newspaper and see my obituary, that's what I would want to be on my gravestone. That's what I want people to recognize me Many as. Many things we want. But we are, everything together makes us. So, there's so the broadcaster also make Hamad the son and makes also Hamad the brother, Hamad the, all that. Let, all that put together makes you. Let, let me put it in a way that, that makes maybe more sense. In Japan, there's this ideology where, where you define, you're purely defined on your craft. And it doesn't matter what your craft could be. It could be a doll maker, it could be a shoemaker. But when you become the best at it, then there's respect associated to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if you're a doll maker, you're not making millions of dollars. But because you're the best doll maker, there's there's respect for okay, it. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. Let us say now you are Hamid the broadcaster. Mm-hmm. What about after fifty years? Still the same. How about if it changes? It won't. How do you know? I think you set the intention, the route you want to go to. Yeah, many times you can set the routes the way you want to, but mm-hmm. it's not always happens the way you want to. In your mind, mm-hmm. you can make everything controllable, but in reality, you can't control everything. See, there. This is what I, we, we disagree on because I believe that it's it's the. I think it's up to your own will to define the world that you want to be at. But there's also like destiny. how you mentioned. There's also destiny like, to, to that also. I, I think you make your destiny. Yes, you make your destiny, but then to make your destiny, you have to take all the facades you are. I don't think, I don't know if you have to you be are all not the facades. Only one. You're not only one, you're all that put together makes you, and that's what makes you interesting. I, I see that, I see that, but, but I... Because I, you can't associate yourself from the rest of you. No, no, I, I hear where you're coming from, but even if you would ask my parents themselves, they would be like, oh, I'm in the podcaster. That's in their head yeah, who I am. in their head, but it's not always what people perceive you is what you are. There when people meet me on the street, it's the same you thing. Can, you can be more than that, but then you have to discover it. I, I don't think it's, it's so much as more of that or less of that. I think, was it Marcus Twain? I don't remember who, who said this, but they said that you are punished in life by being who you want to become. Right. And that's when you give up being anything else. Now, you see, it's going into philosophy and you have your point of view. I have my point of view. <laughs> so, but as a religious practice, sir, that's, come, that's let problematic. Us come, let us come to the, <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to, the, to the table where we love smiling and spreading smiles. So yeah, I like that. that. Is, uh, that's the best thing. I like that. That we, we share. Give me, give me some so. updates on, if you guys can zoom in later. You're having a program on the happiness program, The Art of Living, on the 29th of November to the 2nd of December. And then you have, uh, it's on Tuesday to Wednesday, Thursday, 6.30 to 9.30. Yes. Then from Friday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, the venue is at Alwa Center in Zinch. Yes, that's our center. Wonderful. Of and it's behind living. the Pizza Hut. Yes, correct. 
and it's for ages 18 and over yes is there a specific reason why why it's 18 because and over? we have different programs for different uh, groups like from the age of uh, let us say 8 to 15 we have art excel okay and then we have from 15 to 17 yes program mm-hmm. and then we have uh, from uh, 18 from 17 to 18 yes plus and then from above 18 we have the happiness program okay so it's a different programs for different age group and how long is here here I'll put it on the on the the main camera you guys can zoom it in and post yeah and can you put it up on insta on on the big screen the art of living bahrain i'm guessing you've got some posts on on instagram or something like that yes i do well there we go so let's load that up I have Instagram and I have uh, Facebook. The Art of Living, Bahrain, try that. No, it's under my name. Oh, it's under your name? My Instagram, my personal one. But Bahrain, do we have an Instagram or we have Facebook? We have Facebook Facebook in Bahrain. Okay, I don't know if these guys can, can do Facebook. That's my, mine. That's my Instagram. MashaAllah. That's how you can say I'm not so active in <laughs> social media. Who who are they followed by? Who Tam Tamid? Do we know that? Per- oh yeah 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 yes, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. That we we Farheen. introduced to each other. Yes. Bahrain. Yes 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 yes. She does Namaste Bahrain, I believe. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Are you working with her on the magazine or not so much? No, uh, she has done the Art of Living course. Oh, wonderful. Breathing exercise. Wonderful. Okay, perfect. Um, anything else you want to talk about the course when it's starting, how people can reach out to you? What's the best uh, way of... We have, a, we have a, a number. Yes. And they can call us on that number. Um, Akashi? Yeah. Can you take this snippet that we just talked about? And can you get it done either by tomorrow? Yes, we do. Yeah, since it's it's their their deadline is the 29th. So try to get the promotion material for them as as quickly as possible. And I really thank you for hosting me. Oh, I'm I'm sorry it was a little bit more no, than okay. you than you imagined, it's I nice. imagine. Yeah? It's nice always. It's nice and refreshing. You're full of energy and life. It's nice. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like to think of myself as a as a as a Bunsen burner. You know, the flame with the blue fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, a little burning sometimes. Well, but, what can uh, I tell you? I hope uh, we can uh, join hands and do a lot of nice things for the society. Well, let me know on the 29th. Um, I what about if we if we do potentially some filming? Yeah, you can. If you guys are interested. You can. Can they do some of uh, you doing the pranayama and pastrika? I mean, I was thinking thinking more like you probably wanted the the event filmed and then you can give it to the people who are practicing it on the thing. That's if you guys are something interesting. Not the whole thing, maybe little... Nips. Well, we've we've worked with some other companies um, to do like event management and stuff like that, where we do like the, the filming of the event, 
Like which, next time when we'll have a nice big event. Uh, whatever. And you can come. Whatever. Um, <coughs> be with us on that event. So what they, what they would normally... That would be really nice. What they would normally ask us to do is, is to do the filming for the people who are on stage, you know, to do the stuff. And then they would either sell that recording or they would give it to the people who showed up to the event as like a bonus for that thing. Yeah. So if that's something you're interested in, let me know. Yes, it will be very interesting. Um, and we have a lot of events that come up. Definitely would like you to be yes, with us. Yeah, we had uh, we had the free yoga and meditation in uh, Oasis Mall. Mashallah, wonderful. Yeah. Well, let's let's definitely stay in touch and figure something out. Uh, which contact number do you do you want us to to pitch? Those. Uh, All three. Here. The one of Sunita. Okay. Uh, so anyone, so I'm guessing you guys are going to have to cut this to make more sense of it. Uh, so anyone listening right now, if you're trying to book the Art of Living course, which I would recommend going to checking out, it's been a very interesting conversation. Um, it is the Art of Living. The phone number is with Sunita, 3967-6617. Just add it at the, the bottom, yeah? Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much. My pleasure, my pleasure. Anything else you want to bring up? No, I just wanted to thank you and say it was really a wonderful yeah. time with you. I hope you have enjoyed as much as I have. You've been one of my favorite guests, honestly. <laughs> thank I, you. I, I always enjoy and, uh, butting heads. I got you a book, so I thought we'll be you reading would like it. to read it. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we can, what about this? We'll bring you on next month and we can discuss the book. That would be great. Yeah? Yes. If, you, if you're ready, then let's do it. Yes, I am ready. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> thank you. Tali. شكرا <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>